Carefree Black Nerd is available on iTunes and SoundCloud and carefreeblacknerd.com. Please rate and review on iTunes, like, share, and comment on SoundCloud. Of course, let's keep this conversation going. Live tweet with me when you're listening to these episodes. Give me a quick little live tweet. Stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky. Yeah, that's that. (laughs) Welcome to the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast, a conversation about representation in comics and related media. I'm your host, Rain Coleman. This issue covers the magnificent Dr. Mist. <laughs> Alright, I'm back and uh, it's back to the regularly scheduled program as usual. Came across this little gym um, a little while back. And uh, oddly enough, I came across it when right before or right after I saw Marvel's Doctor Strange. Now, you may ask, why does that freaking matter? It's because um, this character is kind of akin to Doctor Strange character. This uh, Doctor Mist is a DC Comics character. Um, He has a few different names or aliases. Uh, Dr. Mist is one, Dr. Mist, D-R, Mist, um, as opposed to D-O-C-T-O-R, uh, Maltus, Ashoas, Ashus, Ashus, Ashy, no, <laughs> Ashus, Joab, um, Karathma, Samson, Mr. Mystery, and Brother Mist, which is so... <laughs> I don't know, whatever. I'm not even offended by this, but it seems like every time you get a um, black male who is mystical or, hell, don't even have to be mystical. <laughs> Some kind of way they find a, um, a way to add brother to the title of this character, just like Brother Voodoo. Like, what kind of name? Why couldn't he just be Mr. Voodoo or something? <laughs> um, Dr. Mist was created by E. Nelson Bridgewell and Ramona Freden. Freden or Freden? I'm not sure. Uh, he first appeared back in Super Friends number 12. Now, for those of you who know about Super Friends, you know how old this man is. This was back in uh, June or July of 1978. Like, whoo, alright. Um, so what is he about? 39. In publication time, he's about 39 this year. Or, oh, cool, cool, okay. Um, he is African from Africa. He's not African American. He's an African character, and um, I think it's very important for as much as we want representation with uh, people of color. I think it's very important that even though comics are kind of an American thing uh, initially, or when they first were born, um, comics, much like uh, film and radio and music, has branched out over the years so of course it's consumed all across the globe i think it's very important to get characters who are not just african-american or chinese-american japanese-american mexican-american have people who are natives of other places and they don't their identity isn't rooted in being um under the umbrella of american because i think with this character um with him being african much like you know Black Panther and everyone else, he would be served well 
by being written by male, female, whoever, a person who is African. Now you run into the issue that we have with most um, companies when they do go the route of using an African character is nobody know where the hell is he from in Africa? He, because <laughs> we all know that Africa is just one big state, right? Um, on that side, his uh, team affiliations over his run in DC Comics have been part of Justice League Dark, the Global Guardians, and the Layman. Um, let's see. Eh, got a few more stats just to be thorough. He's about 5'11", so I got him beat on height. Uh, about 210, and I don't know, I got him beat on weight, but brown eyes, black hair. He honestly looks like... <laughs> every other black character black male in comics but whatever we're gonna <laughs> but i digress um he doesn't have any relatives not none that i found within doing this research um skills and abilities he is a very capable leader of course and the most important he is a master of the mystical arts and that's where the dr strange of it all comes in <sighs> dr mist and i i don't want it to seem like i need uh black character or a character of color to match every white character that's out there <clears throat> but i think this one in particular is kind of um even if it comes off that way i don't care because you don't get a lot of characters of color who are part of this mystical realm and when you do they aren't as mm, what how can i say they aren't put on a pedestal they aren't glorified like others like um, way back in, I think it was issue four or three of Carefree Black Nerd, where I covered Calypso. She was a voodoo priestess who had all these magical powers and, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Well, there wasn't care put into developing her character or even revamping her character. She was always seemed to be motivated by a man in some, some way, shape, form, or whatever. And she was villainized. Well... How is she villainized? How is she different from... I don't know. Well, not Psylocke. That's not a good... But how is she different from other um, white characters who are into magic? Well, mainly magic. Um, Ileana Rasputin. She's a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white woman who controls these demons and X, Y, and Z, whatever. But you can see the treatment with developing magic as a character versus Calypso. Same thing here. I think Dr. Mist through the research I've done, he had a pretty lengthy run, you know, he was fleshed out a bit, but he's not on the same level as a Doctor Strange. Now, I preface this by saying he doesn't have to be the black Doctor Strange, but look at, when looking at the research on Doctor Strange and looking at the same on Doctor Mist, to me, and this may be a personal thing, I think, I don't think it is, but it may be, but it just doesn't seem like he's was given that level of prestige that this white man who can throw up gang signs and um, create spells was. And of course, it's two different companies. I get that. But just overall, with there being such limited um, representation of characters of color, I, I just personally feel like this Dr. Miss could rise to the occasion and be a very strong powerhouse in the um in dc lore you know um aside from that him not having any relatives that's a a, a prime 
I don't know, missed opportunity to flesh out his character. Like, regardless of him being this all-powerful, immortal dude, uh, spoiler alert, he's immortal, <laughs> um, where's his family? You know, bring them out, even if it's just a son, or it's just a father, or it's just a mother, or just a cousin. Like, it seems like, just like with Calypso, the ball was dropped when you could have, um, I don't know, flesh these characters out more. <laughs> but that's my rant. So, <laughs> his powers are he had an um exposure to the pillar of life now this pillar of life granted him virtual immortality and access to great magical powers um i want to say it's kind of in the same regard as the totem that vixen has um if i'm wrong and there's a well actually guy or girl out there please correct me but that's the the vibe i got uh let's see okay so backstory this dude Dr. Miss. Homie was like, look, bruh. No. <laughs> no, um, he's a little over it's recorded that he's a little over eleven hundred years old. Um, so about eleven hundred years ago, Nomo Nomo Nomomo? Uh N O M M O <laughs> So uh sound it out, give me the phonetic spelling on Twitter or something. Carefully blurred. Um Nomo, I'll just say Nomo, the great wizard king of the African Empire of Kor, C-O-R, no, K-O-R. Um, he stood in the pillar of life and was granted both immortality and great power. Um, and with this power came great responsibility, no. <laughs> um, with this power, he made Kor the greatest city in the history of Africa. Um, and he did that well, physically by making Kor well, how do I say this? By Core being one city, he expanded the city over a hundred cities in Africa. So wherever he was, the name because we don't know where in Africa, I don't know. Um, we'll just I don't know, say the west side. But he um took Core in a hundred miles out or excuse me, a hundred cities out away from Core. Now this <laughs> I don't know how this was possible. I don't know if he overthrew them i don't know if he used his magic to wipe memories and then just bring them into the fold or if it was like a peaceful thing that wasn't specified and this is why i'm saying if we could just get a little bit more fleshed out story give me a little mini series with him uh and ongoing that could spawn from that because i need to know magical powers or not how did this man take his one city of core uh well it says with his power but how with his power again was it just wiping everybody's mind or just like seizing all these cities or like i don't know i I like to know what's the backlash of that um of course back in the 70s they probably weren't thinking about that but he um and i also like to see what does that look like because again i'm you know with black panther being like just around the corner and wakanda being such a fleshed out um place in the marvel universe not only from ta-nehisi coast run on black panther um or world of wakanda but just with the history that he has and his important place in the Marvel Universe. Let's do that with Core. Um, yeah, because it, it'd be interesting to see. Because we have, um, I know I did the, in issue 19, did the um, Atlanta Blur. And how that was Marvel's answer to the Flash. And how they kind of took on uh, DC characters. Let me see what DC does with their own, you know, quote unquote Wakanda Um so yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. So, over the time, he decided to renounce his throne. 
and went into seclusion on a mountain made of his likeness on the African East Coast. Now, we on the East Coast, it still doesn't specify where, but I thought this was very interesting, and that's what I like <coughs> about this character. He didn't come off as any kind of way to me. He did. He seemed very bland in, um, in everything that I read about him. He didn't seem like there was much personality to him, but this right here, like you kind of became bored with your throne you already then took over a hundred cities you have the largest strongest most powerful city in africa um and then you're bored but that comes um i'd say that comes with immortality a lot of um movies tv shows and whatnot that deal with people who are immortal um a lot of the themes sometimes a lot of the themes are um just being bored hell because you're immortal you've been around forever you know all these things you've met all these people you've consumed all this knowledge and it's just like there's not a whole lot that can i don't know interest you so that part i get and that makes sense with the character but <laughs> he went into seclusion on a mountain made of his likeness so pretty much this man went to the east side of africa because africa is the state i guess um into the mountains of africa carved his face be it with his powers or making his subjects carve it doesn't matter this man <laughs> there is a mountain somewhere in the east side of africa with this man's big ass face carved into it <laughs> and it's like man if you really were trying to go and be secluded on your own why would you why would you get a google maps sized um portrait of yourself and carved it into a mountain like we know where you are sir come on <laughs> no but i thought that was interesting and that, even that like let's see the map of core and let's see on this i don't know whatever royal map this big ass face <laughs> uh, okay so enough of that um he only used his powers rarely after that which again i guess that kind of goes in line with the whole immortal thing like okay i'm immortal i can do everything under the sun i'm kind of bored uh because i would imagine that there would even come a time which i don't think this is addressed a lot where even though he's immortal and he has these powers his powers probably have become boring to him as well like um i imagine the powers are just like i don't know a talent or a muscle the more you work it the better you get at it but hell if i've been alive for 1100 years yeah, I can get better, but not, I don't want to say what's the point, but hell, when I can snap my fingers and let's say manifest ice cream or a car or money or anything like just that simply like it's like, all right, well, this is quite boring. I almost imagine it being like a really wealthy person who um, grew up wealthy. And at this point, you're 21, you have 5,000 cars, you know, you got this large estate you're on, and you just have unlimited resources, and now it's like, well, what's next? And that's probably how wars are starting. <laughs> I.e. number 45 in charge. Um, what else? So, um, back in 1957, the ECC, which is a European Economic Community, established DOME. Um, and DOME is a superhuman police organizational headquarters where even within this research it was very limited it wasn't i didn't find a lot on the ecc or on dome just what i stated that it's a police force for a superhuman whatever so i picture it maybe being like a cia of metahumans 
Um, I, so I'm going to go with that because I didn't, like I said, I didn't find a lot on that. But here out of Dome is where Dr. Mist would house his team, the Global Guardians, Guardians. <laughs> until they lost the um, UN funding to the JLA. Now, Dr. Mist, uh, who, by the way, we never get an actual, I don't know, um, um, like a, I don't know, I guess he doesn't need a surname. Um, Dr. Mist, all-powerful, mystical, immortal guy. He comes out of hiding, whatever, and, and works with Dome, the superhuman meta police force, CIA, whatever. He housed his team, the Global Guardians, until they lost United Nations funding to the Justice League International. How ridiculous. Like, I don't... Okay, maybe I'm just not well-versed enough in the UN and how they operate. So I'm going to just assume all of this is... Whatever, it's fiction, it's comics. It is what it is. How are you losing funding to the JLI? Like, that seems like a very odd um, issue to have. But with that being said, that's a good storyline. We're doing six-issue arcs now with comics. So where is this action-packed comic where the Guardians, the Global Guardians, are in kind of a, not arms race, they're kind of in a... um, hell a PR battle a financial crisis where they have to go up against the JLA because I want to know with the UN funding them why um why the JLA over the Global Guardians like what were they doing wrong because I again I didn't find much on anything being wrong or like them maybe messing up missions or I don't I didn't find anything that said okay these people deserved the funding over you um, so I don't know. And if you know out there in Podcastville, if you, anyone has any more insight into why the hell the Global Guardians lost funding to the JLI, let me know. Because I'm thinking, can they not operate simultaneously? And even if not, why is funding being pulled from one to the other? Because I, I don't know. I just, I found that odd. So after that, Queen Bee of Biala, 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 Uh Again, if you know how to pronounce that, send it to me on Twitter, Carefree Blur. Um, the Queen Bee, who I, in my mind, um, is Beyonce. You know, I'm going to go with that. Um, Beyonce then created <laughs> a cyborg version of Dr. Mist to lead her own team of Global Guardians. But... This ended when the real Dr. Miss liberated his teammates and relocated the Global Guardians and the Dome to the Pacific. Now, I don't know. Again, I'm hoping I didn't just do shitty research because I couldn't find much on this either. It's just this straightforward story. This is what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened. Um, this Queen Bee character, Beyonce, uh, you know, welcome to the research, but... She came out of nowhere. Um, creating this cyborg version of Dr. Miss, there wasn't anything that spoke to her motivations. Like, I don't know if she did this because he was just a great 
spokesperson or she believed in the work they were doing or she needed that she thought that they needed to be I seem like there wasn't anything there and so I'm kind of perplexed on why would Beyonce go and make this cyborg version of this um because then even when you made the cyborg version he has no powers and then maybe I don't know Beyonce I understand that you know we know not the day or the hour you drop your babies and you drop your albums but why would you do this uh, I don't know it just it this seemed kind of like there's more to this story that I just don't have a, a grasp on and I'm again hoping that if anyone knows why Beyonce did this and what was the point let me know because I haven't found any of it um afterwards it was here after you know in the Pacific where Dr. Mist um apparently died but he returned during Zero Hour which was this big old storyline in DC Comics then Dr. Mist um created the layman and he was killed again (laughs) when he was hurled into a vat of acid so for being immortal um i will say i don't like the idea of him being killed and all the damn time but at the same time um i think deadpool to my knowledge my personal knowledge is like the only other character aside from wolverine before he officially died who um would kind of regenerate or come back where um so i don't like the idea that he keeps getting killed in this all these drastic ways but he's resilient and he bounces back um that last time being hurled into a vat of acid i feel like that was being a bit dramatic and that was all that i found on dr mist um pre new 52 now after the new 52 uh relaunched or rebooted the dc universe Dr. Mist is working for the government-funded Argus, along with Black Orchid, um, while tracking Pandora, that's what they were doing, who has stolen the magical Pandora's box from the Black Room, which housed every magical artifact and spell that the government has ever found, which, that's, I don't know, I, um, that seems like an interesting little, um, kind of arc there, and I need to go back and track this down because prior to the new 52, like his history seemed to be kind of that of not a side character, but just an interesting character for the moment with no real plans of like kind of um, throwing him forward. Like Superman, Batman and Wonder Woman will always be the forefront of DC. Like he didn't seem like a character they put a lot of stock into like they do with the uh trinity which whatever i guess a lot of people get that treatment but with this being a black man and this being someone who has mystical abilities it's very different from just looking on the surface at the um um the live action shows he's this mystical character you know we have arrow we have flash we have supergirl who's an alien we have the legends of tomorrow um and I could be mistaken, but I don't think there is a mystical character. There's a lot of time travel and stuff like that. But as far as a Doctor Strange type magician, um, hell, him and Zatanna could team up and do some things. Because that'd be nice. Um, but, you know, whatever. So, <clears throat> now, um, 
after this, after they go to the black room and all that shit with Pandora, in South America, Dr. Mist is captured by Felix Faust um, until he's rescued until he's rescued <laughs> by Justice League Dark, um, led by Constantine, which is, you know, the white, mm, I don't want to say the <laughs> DC's Doctor Strange, but another magical character. Um, Dr. Mist is instrumental in discovering the source of false, Faust's, Faust's <laughs> new powers, and the team discovers the first Tesseract. Tesseract being the eight-dimensional map which is the map to the Book of Magic, the very source of all magic itself. And that is the pretty lackluster ending uh, of Dr. Mist. Does not say he died. It's just my research ended there. Um, again, if you have more and you know more about Dr. Mist and there's something I missed about Dr. Mist, let me know. Um, Carefree Blurred on Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd on Instagram. Or carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Um, I know. I, I, I thought this guy was pretty interesting. And I um, I want to know more. I think I'll try to go back and track now. If not his entire run. At the very least this new 52. New working for the government. Argus thing with Black Orchid. Um, that sounds pretty, pretty interesting. And I don't. I don't know. There's a lot of things being in the works. I know there's is is a business, and they're in the business to make money. So Hollywood and Warner Brothers and Disney are gonna do what they want to do. But give me a Doctor Miss story. Give me a Doctor Miss movie. Give me a live action movie. Make it not even in the world of uh, Prime Earth or whatever. Like everything's convoluted over at uh the cw anyways with the flash and arrow and supergirl and legends of tomorrow which by the way is trash so let's replace legends of tomorrow with dr mist and um see if we can get some ratings there or don't even call it dr mist call it uh mr mystery or brother mist or joab or ashes <laughs> ash was one of his many names um yeah so Again, I uh, discovered this character, found, you know, found the black Doctor Strange to be a pretty interesting guy with a limited run. I'd like to see a little more of him. Hell, I'm I'm an advocate for miniseries always. So, um, like I said, if you know more, you enjoyed this, hit me up uh, uh, on the hashtag CBNPod. That's uh, very important there. Um, let's see what else. Oh, before I forget, chopping it up with Q. Uh, last week, by the time this episode goes up, I think it'll be a week after. Um, I guess start, guess start, guess hosted on um, chopping it up with Q. I will leave a link in the show notes. Please give that a listen. Let that brother know that, uh, you know, he is uh, loved. <laughs> so, um, check it out. Um, it's also on my Instagram account right now under the hashtag FTCBN, featured CBN. Um, yeah, so, Dr. Miss, great guy, magical abilities, uh, immortal, can rival John Constantine, I'm sure, uh, and Highlander, <laughs> maybe even Deadpool. So, um, this has been a latest installment of Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Keep this conversation going. Hit me up on the gmails carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com 
Twitter is probably the quickest way to get a hold of me. Carefree Blurred, Carefree B L E R D. Um, Instagram and Tumblr at Carefree Black Nerd. Again, in the meantime, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky. All right.